Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Psalm 60 was penned by King David. The occasion for this psalm is partially explained from some details within the the ancient prefix. It has these words penned in addition to the fact that it's written by David. It says, when he, David, fought Aram Neharim and Aram Zobah, and when Joab returned and struck down 12,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. Now, I believe that this refers to some battles that were commemorated in 2 Samuel chapter 8. It alludes to some of this activity, especially the the Valley of Salt and the Edomites, the battle against the, the Edomites and Joab being involved. So the prefix being what it is, or the occasion being what it is, essentially David is observing that it, it seems the Lord has become angry toward Israel and is not defending them against other nations as he once did. And so uh, let's read now directly from Psalm 60. For the director of music, to the tune of the Lily of the Covenant, a miktam of David, for teaching. When he fought Aram Naharim and Aram Zobah, and when Joab returned and struck down 12,000 Edomites in the Valley of Salt. You have rejected us, God, and burst upon us. You have been angry. Now restore us. You have shaken the land and torn it open. Mend its fractures, for it is quaking. You have shown your people desperate times. You have given us wine that makes us stagger. But for those who fear you, you have raised a banner to be unfurled against the bow. Save us and help us with your right hand, so that those you love may be delivered. God has spoken from his sanctuary. In triumph, I will parcel out Shechem and measure off the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet. Judah is my scepter. Moab is my washbasin. On Edom, I toss my sandal. Over Philistia, I shout in triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Is it not you, God, you who have now rejected us and no longer go out with our armies? Give us aid against the enemy, for human help is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory. And he will trample down our enemies. And so let's look back again now at this prefix before we get into the meat of the psalm. It says several things. Uh, It gives the familiar for the director of music. So this is intended to be uh, used in in worship scenarios in the tabernacle of David or uh, the future temple of Solomon. It gives the tune that it goes to. It says the tune of the Lily of the Covenant. So once again, a a known song 3,000 years ago, uh, the melody was going to be used for this psalm. It's a miktam of David. 
And then it has this caption, for teaching. Now, that's interesting. So this um, inclusion of the words for teaching, and that is, um, uh, you can approach that as a sentence, for teaching, period. David is is trying to convey um, some sense of his observations so that people may learn from them. And the subject is, uh, basically, that he feels like the Lord is um, angry with Israel and not properly defending them against other nations. And so toward that end, he approaches this and he gives the uh, the caption that this has to do with uh, battles against Aram and uh, Joab striking down Edomites in the Valley of Salt. By the way, that uh, chapter that records that, 2 Samuel chapter 8, records various um, uh, battles and different details beyond um, what this this psalm directly refers to, but they may be alluded to within the psalm. And so David feels Israel is suffering from enemies, and part of their suffering is due to God's anger. He, let's read uh, verse 1. You have rejected us, God, and burst upon us. You have been angry. Now restore us. You have shaken the land and torn it open. Mend its fractures, for it is quaking. You have shown your people desperate times. You have given us wine that makes us stagger. So so David, in his wording, is clearly attributing all of the hardship of these battles to the Lord, that um, this is um, something different that they're experiencing. Um, God has allowed uh, great difficulty in this, um, this setting against the Edomites in the Valley of Salt and against these other kings. And he's questioning why God has done this. He then makes a faith decree on behalf of himself and um, others who he knows loves the Lord. He says, but for those who fear you, you have raised a banner to be unfurled against the bow. Save us and help us with your right hand so that those you love may be delivered. And so he um, points the Lord toward those who are still faithful. You know, he's assuming that some have been unfaithful and and they would merit the Lord's anger, but he and many others do not merit the Lord's judgment and anger. And so he he reminds the Lord um, that he has previously spoken in favor of Israel and um, in judgment over some of these other nations that they're contending with. Verse 6, God has spoken from his sanctuary in triumph, I will partial out Shechem and measure out the valley of Sukkot. And so this um, observation that God has spoken against these is attributed here, coming from his sanctuary, this, the tabernacle of David. And then still quoting the Lord prophetically, Gilead is mine, and Manasseh is mine, and Ephraim is my helmet, and Judah is my scepter. So in this context, God is is claiming ownership of uh, various tribes and locations within Israel and Judaism. And then he says of the opponents, Moab is my wash basin, and on Edom I toss my sandal. Tossing a sandal uh, in that context indicated ownership or the title deed to their, their lands. Over Philistia... I shout in triumph. And so this is the Lord speaking. 
that he's made Moab the enemy, his washbasin, he's made Edom his possession, and he shouts in triumph over the Philistines. And then the psalmist asks, who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? And we assume he's calling out to the Lord, who will take him against Edom. And David then stipulates a a sense of abandonment directly to the Lord. Is it not you, God, you who have now rejected us and no longer go out with our armies? And so this um, is something deeply felt by David. He closes with another prayer for God's help. He says, give us aid against the enemy. For human health, help is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory, and he will trample down our enemies. And so, friends, this this last um, couple of stanzas, these last two verses, may be the teaching that David was implying in the caption for teaching. He says that the Lord is the one that needs to give us aid against the enemy because human health, help is worthless. You know, you can have all of the equipment and all of the plans and all of the uh, strategies that you want. But without God's intervention, the the battles that mankind engages in are subject to human frailties. But with God's help, we can gain a victory. With God's help, we can overcome enemies. Both in David's day and our day, this remains to be true. And so, Lord, we pray that the United States of America and the other countries who may be listening to this would bow their knees to you, the high king of heaven. We pray, Lord, that we would be your precious treasures and that you would defend us against other nations. Lord, you are indeed our help in times of trouble. And we ask you, Lord, that you would help us to gain the victory over other enemies that would come against us and our nations. We pray this collectively in Jesus' name now. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.